Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Down to Watch. Hello. My name's Raul. My name is Dan. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to say sorry, it. Sorry. I thought sorry, it was maybe just going to be a ghost. I thought it was going to get uh, just a little And uh, this week, I think mm-hmm. I think the world, something happened. Did the world end? Because, because before we, as we're approaching the weekend and we're deciding what we're going to talk about, yeah. uh, Dan, who famously shies away from animation... It was yeah. his suggestion that we cover two brand new animated shows this week. I do watch animation, so I said, "Heck yes, let's do it." Yeah. Uh, Dan, why'd you why'd you pick these? <laughs> well, for one, it's kind of a slow week for new stuff, mm-hmm. but also Pantheon we brought up on the upcoming, so it was in my it was in my brain as like an That's option. True. Yeah, it was on a list as an option. And uh, I liked the trailer. I think we both were into what that show seemed like it was going to be about. It also had good uh, critical reviews and things. So it seemed like a quality thing uh, that that had just come out. I think it came out September 1st. And then, I think uh, you're right, yeah. Yeah, on EMC Plus. I think there's eight total episodes, maybe only four. I think four. Uh, right something uh, our listeners should know. I'm going to go ahead and recommend checking out at least the first episode, which is available on YouTube for free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That made it super easy to find. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have Xfinity, if you're an Xfinity customer, I think you can probably get AMC Plus stuff almost always like uh, like on demand on there. Do you do you know available. if it's still if it's still carrying that 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes? Mm, I think you know what? I checked it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it, it is. is, but it's only like yeah. it's like only 13 nine reviews, people, 13 reviews. Yeah, yeah, it's not a ton of people, but um yeah, it's enough positive response that we were I like, also yeah, we tried to look I tried to look for a little bit of uh, technical information because as far as the animation goes, it looks a little bit rotoscoped. Do you know anything about right. that? Right, yeah. I was going to say that this show almost could have fe- it, it felt like a normal TV show in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just with, yeah, just with like an animation layer over a normal TV show. So I was like, if yeah, you could very make easily sense. make this same show on a green screen with a live action cast for probably the same, like, right as much uh physical stuff as you would need you know right yeah but the the only thing that they're missing like in real life is basically Uh the uh the sets because some of the stuff does take place in some kind of sci-fi futuristic right yep yep there's a little bit of that and as we go along i think it's gonna the animation will prove to be the uh, obvious choice for mediums Uh, you know because they're gonna go into the uh yeah, all the alg- algorithmic stuff or the just speaking how do you represent which, computers and stuff visually? Speaking of which, yeah. uh, you say as we go forth, how forth yeah. did you go? Oh, yeah, I only went one. I went okay, same for one. Yep, yep. I'm not gonna lie, I like just doing one episode of an hour long or you know, 44 minutes or whatever. Yeah, for the for these for these episodes where we dip a toe. Because mm-hmm. I think that that's the right amount to watch to determine whether you're going to, like, recommend this or whether you, you want to figure right. out whether people would be into this first episode. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I did watch two of the other one because it's a half hour. I wanted to get 
wanted to get a little bit more. Uh oh, okay. Yeah. The other show we watched. Oh yeah, I think it was even less than thirty minutes. Yeah. And I wonder yeah. though if some of these pantheons might be a little shorter potentially. Oh yeah. Like, you know how like the first one sometimes it'll be like a full, you know, well, a little more a little more meat on that initial you know what bone, really but, threw me off as yeah. far as episode lengths go was mm. when we talked about the bear earlier mm. and we got that 17 minute episode that's all one take yeah like i know i like like what like subconsciously my brain threw out everything it knows about episode length and just said all right it's just whatever it wants to be forever yeah like, yeah now it really doesn't it, matter just coincidentally, like you were referencing a different show uh, res- that people will know that we've covered, Reservation Dogs in the second season seemed to have an episode on Hulu that was 15 minutes long. And I was like, mm-hmm. this can't Neat. be right. This can't be right. Like, And I looked at it. I was like looking at different references. Things were listing it at 16 minutes. And then I went back, I think, the next day. And it was like 20... Oh, they changed. They just had six it. minutes. It was something that was weird. Yeah. In their file okay. system or something. I like it, though. That, I'm telling like, you yeah. that... That 17-minute bear episode, which is 17 minutes for a specific reason because it's that it's that one or right. it's that one exactly. shot. Yeah. But it's still like it did what it needed to do in 17 minutes. It didn't need more right. episode. Right. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, Make you them however serve, long you want. Yeah. Serve the show. Whatever the show needs. Keep it at that length. But, yeah, this was a perfect length because intru- we had a lot of introduction stuff to do between the two mm-hmm. uh, main characters in the thing. Oh, but um, I was wondering real quick, this will come up later too, but, like, how, did we talk about, did you bring up Cyberpunk as a show for the month? I, I don't think so. I We might have mentioned it. I would have okay. mentioned it offhanded because I think at the time I didn't know that Studio Trigger was involved. Oh, okay. Because I would definitely mention it. If you knew. If that was the case. Yeah, I would have to go yeah. back and look at my notes or we would actually listen to the episode to see if I... Because yeah. I would be surprised uh-huh. if I didn't mention it at all. Right. Yeah, because it seemed like a pretty big deal based on big video game mm-hmm. and stuff. But um, but yeah, let's talk about Pantheon. So uh, apparently this is part This has to, is part of a series of three anthologies. I'm not sure what, an, what it means by an anthology. Uh, maybe like a Philip K. Says, Dick style type, right? Like a like a bunch thing. of short stories mm-hmm. that are okay. Yeah, so hey. you know, series of based on a series of short stories by Ken Liu, in the Apocalypse Triptych. So uh, so I guess there's like a an, an, an anthology of short a trilogy of anthologies <laughs> of short stories about this world where and I'm speculating here because I've only seen the first episode. Uh, the idea is that we translate the human mind into digital code, which then becomes sentient. Uh, mm. It seems like there's a company that's trying to commodify this thing so mm-hmm. as to build it into like uh, support, like work, basically, like kind of like how the story of the Matrix starts. Right. Uh, okay. Where robots basically become workers for us. Yeah, uh, but I'm getting a lot of hints, especially from the fact that it comes from a, a series of stories called the Apocalypse Triptych, that this is all going to go bad. Right. Right. Yeah. Like this is the most, I think, just like uh, we're on regular planet Earth as we know it in normal mm-hmm. reality. As the show keeps going, it's going to get more and more. Just based on the trailer, too, it's like it gets way in the weeds in terms of visuals and like things that we see that look real, but then are broken down to their code, like you're saying. Mm. Uh, 
like destroyed for for what they are and like just kind of john like um reality bending um okay on that digital level that's what it seems you, like yeah but do we have so we're not going to get to the to the robot future that they're trying to do with these with these uh ai right we're gonna it's gonna go all bad before we ever get used to i think so yeah. but remember the the um the voiceover of the the main girl maddie yeah maddie says mm-hmm. that um when she's in the classroom it's like the very very first line it's like none of the none of the students really knew that the end was like near or like what it would yeah. mean or whatever but we don't really know when she's saying that i guess because it's there's another like character too that mentions that this all leads to the end of the world or something like that right uh, yeah so yeah but so uh first did you season ever- uh, I'm sorry, real quick. Did you ever yeah. watch? We've talked about this before. The Animatrix. Yeah, I remember having it, a copy of it for so sure. But I don't was, know if I watched them all. I don't know. There was a duology. Yeah. There was a two-part thing called the History of the World Part One mm. and the History of the World, or not the History of the World, but something like that. The history. Yeah. The, okay. and, and it was basically just a little anime about what happened about how we mm-hmm. got to that point mm-hmm. where the robots made us batteries right uh and there's a whole it was my favorite thing on that dvd like the yeah. other stories were fine but that that was super interesting super fascinating and it does yeah. start that way it starts in that robots are like turned into uh like labor and then humans mm-hmm. just live for fun like there's right. no more work ever Right. Uh, we don't. We're never. This is not a show that's messing with that reality, right? Yeah, I don't think so. But it's just we hard go to straight tell. to AI wants to take over. Yeah, that's what it seems like. But it's going to be in this roundabout personal way where we we're dealing with Maddie's dad, who's the ghost, literally like the ghost in the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like, but and it, like he's they're saying he's not alive anymore. Or that he's alive, but he and he can come back maybe. But we don't know. I think we're supposed to assume that like his consciousness is is somewhere in the ether, mm-hmm. right? And then that basically at some point we're gonna he's gonna come back in a physical form, right? Is that is that like where we're what we're dealing with? I think at uh, least in this like first I don't know about season. the physical form part. Uh, there's also a I think there's a red herring or or, uh-huh. or maybe a mislead in the at the end of the first episode. Where we uh-huh. understand that there is, or we're meant to understand that there's already another AI that escaped and mm. is now trying to open the gates, or the the company who's making the AIs is under the impression that it's it is the thing that is coming to hack the system and try to break out the other AIs in there. Oh, okay. Well, I- where it, what it's actually happening? It's it's the boy, right? It's the well, the boys involved in it too, but I, I didn't understand exactly what was going on with that because I didn't know how much of that was the dad that they're talking about. Those guys, the mm-hmm. like uh, the people that monitor the system, they're basically seeing the boy talking to someone, and then the daughter is talking to someone, and that's the same someone. I thought maybe mm. like the dad is is dealing with both of them, maybe. But I don't but know. the no. code that they're receiving and then translating is. Uh, saying let him out or let them out or whatever, right. like like they right. can't fully translate it. That's from the boy, right? I don't know. I don't know because that's. I thought. Like, oh, I thought it was. We were meant to think that it was from the boy, but because they think it's from they they say she uh-huh. in reference to I believe an AI that previously escaped because mm. they say something like she's come back or something like that. 
Right. Yeah, this Which, show has a lot of computery type jargony stuff that's mm. going on that's like I didn't really understand well, what's going on. And it's like you don't really have to because it's just like if you roll with it, I feel like visually down, the, you know, things are going to start to iron out as we go along. But uh, kind of like that show I mentioned, Industry, about the banking world. Oh, yeah. You don't really have to understand all the, the ins and outs of banking, but you'll be conveyed emotionally via these you know shots and visuals like like so. uh like what's her name in the big short coming out and making 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 you you work in the explanation of what's going on somewhere uh, in there i would say even more like where you don't get that but you get a little bit more hit over the head with the emotions of the characters and things well so you kind of know what's I, going on i think like, we got there halfway i think we i think we went halfway between yeah. those two points in the scene where um the 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 boy Caspian has dinner with his oh. parents, and mm. the father poses a logic a, a deep logic puzzle to yeah. his to his son, uh, and his son displays uh, mm. like like program logic. I'm gonna go ahead and say beyond my abilities. Oh to, yeah, to oh like, yeah, yeah, for I, sure. I think we're meant to be impressed. Yeah, and I exactly. think I think I followed the 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 logic to a point. Like yeah. I was I was going like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. the way that they're solving the problem, and in my head, translating it to how that would work in a in a in in program language or in a system. Right. Like right. like like the the logic puzzle that they use is a chopsticks puzzle, right? Where like yeah, different hierarchy. everybody has one. Right. And then the whole the introducing things. like the mm-hmm. the master commander outside right. of the program that like Third determines party. who picks. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that stuff's fascinating. As soon yeah. as they like passed that, I was lost. Right. I was gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's about but, the uh, bigger point. We get the bigger point. Exactly. Of who Cassian is, fascinating. how smart he is. And also like his family structure, why he is maybe the way he is related to, you know, like when you have a dad like that or somebody that's uh, mm-hmm. also very advanced, it's like pushes you in a way where you don't really recognize it as a kid. But there's mm-hmm. a reason where your smarts kind of can come from in that you've been allowed to flourish in a certain well, you, But you way. also realize that the, the father himself is yeah. um, very, uh, what's that called? He always, he is, his, his skin is very thin. He, he, yeah. he immediately becomes uh, angry yeah. Because his the the kid easily solves the puzzle and then like seems to build upon it right like, right like exactly not only like saw through like it. his your solution is bad let yeah. me show you a better solution right right exactly yeah which like it seems like he was insecure is the word I was looking for yes. he seems insecure oh yeah for which sure. I'm sure then translates to why the kid is very clearly the way he is which then translates to how the other kids treat him in school uh, yeah. You know, yeah, it's a whole, yeah, you, that, it's a trickle down effect. Is that, that's Paul Dano, right? Who plays yes. Caspian. Yeah, I like him as a character. He's a great, great yeah. character. He's kind of he's I, a cool, cool guy, even if he's like the, a loner. The rotoscopy animation is mm-hmm. really, really great on scenes of him skateboarding. It's like, it's yeah. so smooth. It's yeah. smooth and then it's jerky in artistic ways, I want to say. You know, like, right. it, it's... It seems to like kind of stutter, but almost kind of the way maybe into the Spider Verse does and stuff like that, where it's built huh. into the artistry of the of the actual animation. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because this animation seemed different to me than like typical, just straightforward anime. Mm-hmm. Would you agree oh, with yeah. that? 
Yeah, for, for as a matter of fact, I would not say I would not count this as like as anime. Right? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, anime technically is like if you really wanted to talk to people who give a damn, yeah, is produced from uh, from Japan or now stretching out into uh, areas nearby. But it comes uh-huh. from sort of an animation like history and stuff like this, and this definitely does not uh-huh. follow that history. This is a right. Western animated thing, but for sure yeah. they're they're blending so much that it's hard to tell really one side from another a lot of the times but like but leading to the rotoscope idea it's like right yeah it's that rotoscope is so different. american yeah 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 like go back idea. and watch uh, uh snow cinderella cinderella the cinderella ball dancing scene uh-huh like and you're like oh my god this is impossibly fluid animation yeah it's rotoscope it's those are real people dancing and they just paint oh. it on top of them when was that? What was the, the, the Cinderella the ball? You know what I'm talking about. The original about. She's got movie. Her big blue debt. Yeah. Disney. Oh wow. Oh. Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of those princesses are rotoscope. Wow. Uh, so they. So yeah, very Americans. We've been doing it, doing it well for a long time. Yeah. Right. All right. Cool. Yeah, and it comes across in this show. I think it's a pretty looking show. I think mm-hmm. the character designs are great, uh, especially of the mother and and daughter characters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're expressive in very subtle ways i think i i they're endearing uh mm-hmm. you, you feel empathy for them uh even the the father was drawn in a very like empathetic way to like that's hard to like draw sometimes a person who's dying of an illness and and yeah and to draw them like in a loving way and and yeah i think it's a i think there's good art here who's the dad who plays is that the Aaron Eckhart? Voice? No. Yeah, like the voice. No, that's Caspian's dad. That's the that's the smart oh. guy. Oh. Oh wow. I didn't pick up so, on that. And that's a completely uh, different Daniel character. Daniel Day Kim actually is the uh Oh is David the, her okay. father. Yeah, because yeah. she is Korean. Sure. She's half um, I think, right? Or are they uh, yeah, well she's Rosemary right. DeWitt plays her mother. Her mom seems to be a white lady. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um Yeah, which threw me off too because then I was thinking like, oh, immediately I was like, if this is a Korean uh, lead lead right. character, then it can't be anime almost because I don't think they would ever make a Korean lead of a sh- of a show really, you know. Right. So it's not coming out when, I, and that's what I meant when I said that the 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 art style of anime is starting to stretch out a little bit further uh, in yeah. Asia, where I count now like. Uh, I've been talking about webtoons and web comics from Korea, like breaking through to the West. Right. Um, yeah, that's what I thought of too. Yeah, because I heard they you are very my... much animated in that style, in the style of anime. So I still count Korean anime as anime, even if purists oh, okay. hate me for it. Yeah, that was my uh, yeah. was a question. Sure. I, I would count that too. But yeah, so it's still not Korean anime. But this is an Amer. Yeah. I think this yeah. is an American, American produced thing, right? I think so. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, because the creator is like a guy who's made other just uh tv shows here and things mm-hmm. as a producer oh right so. i see it here it's uh my uh the most inappropriate name for a company ever <laughs> tit mouse how <laughs> dare you that's made a million shows that you like uh or that you've heard of like the midnight gospel metalocalypse the venture brothers a bajillion oh. shows for adult swim all the most popular ones uh if you've ever right. seen a little blue mouse appear on screen and go chirp that's Titmouse. <laughs> nice. So yeah, they, these are big. This is a big American company that that yeah. that was involved in the rise of um, Adult Swim. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's a good yeah. Uh, pedigree. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I they have a, they've made a lot of stuff that I hold in very high regard. Yeah. 
Um, so the show uh, opens with a little bit of kind of like exposition, like in the background related to the Greek mythology. Yeah, and the gods. pantheon, right? That's what the pantheon oh, refers to. Right. The word pantheon oh, that is makes like sense. referring to the pantheon of gods. I didn't even think of uh, that. Most of the time I see it. I'm sure the word the word just means like a collection of like, I would imagine, well, right? Like, a, Well, no, there is the building though, right? It's like, uh, yeah, here we go. Pan- the, the pantheon in Rome has like a oh, circular I, okay. open roof. I've been in this building before when I was in... Uh, when I was in Rome, and I think it was like the point of the building. Oh yeah, here we go. The point is uh, the building is cylindrical with a portico of large granite Corinthian okay. columns. So I was thinking man. of the word pantheon, which is a right. group of particularly respected, famous, or important people. Right, and or that's why the, the building, second, the second. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, the building is named as such because that's where I think they met. To right. to yeah. Well, it, it says here the, the second, the second. Uh-huh. A definition is all the gods of a people or religion collectively which is where i know the word pantheon from as right. in reference to the greek gods that was how i always heard of the pantheon uh-huh. like they were always the pantheon and that's why it makes sense that in greece you've been to the building the pantheon right but i was trying to think like the like what they used the building for because i thought it was also like for like uh people to kind of go there and uh and converse related. I feel to like, uh, things, but maybe not. In Greece, in ancient Greece, almost everywhere was a place where wise men in robes stood, holding one hand out and forward and slightly up, uh, mm-hmm. describing philosophy. Uh, at least yeah. as far as the paintings uh, uh, lead me to believe. Right. There's all sorts of philosophizing happening. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, how does how does this relate? To the show, I don't know exactly, like necessarily, obviously, oh, like this. Uh, looks like the Pantheon was a city treasury, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm sorry. But, that's um, the Parthenon. Goddamn. Parthenon. Yeah, I was gonna say like there's a there's these different similar nouns, and I think the Parthenon is in is that Greek? Is that a? It is in Greece. That's the Greek building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously, a lot of things in Rome are borrowed from Greece because they became what they are due to influences from from Greek. Right, uh, the like they took over Greece, share and names sort of, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just a lot of Mercury and, and Hermes are the same god. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, the same. They just so, translate them. Yeah. So in terms of a show, using this as a device that's just like going on in the background of a classroom, but it's still kind of foreshadowing, obviously, you know, within the story itself to uh, the behind the scenes of like what's going on with that with whatever they're developing. With this AI, you know, as our future kind of the, the creation myth of the future, you know, and is going to predict. Speaking of that, how much yeah. of the show do you think is going to be do, like how much of the intention of the show do you think is just to like ponder philosophically and how much of it is to tell like a story, you know? Oh, yeah, I think I think it'll be probably, let's say, like 70, 30, 80, 20, meaning okay. that the story, I think the story Which is, is going to be for philosophy in a TV show. No, no, no. I'm saying the other way. I think it's oh, going to wow. be mainly. Yeah, I think the story oh, is going to take even over. 20% was I was saying even 20% is even a lot 20%. of philosophy for yeah, a TV show. It is, yeah. but it, but this show is feeling very soulful to me, especially mm-hmm. in contrast. Yeah. And we're not going to transition quite yet, but in contrast to the cyber Okay. Punk, which is like sure. chaotic and like it's the complete polar opposite in a way. And in a way, I think it's actually a predecessor. And we could talk about that later too. Like how yeah. it's the, the Pantheon seems like the prequel 
to what cyberpunk will become you know i can like the see world what you're not. saying yeah. i also think that, i do think that they do, do touch on similar ideas of what it means to be a person at what point uh-huh. do you stop being a person and become some other thing uh but right. specifically specifically about pantheon there is one thing about this show that uh does seem to like uh does seem to like bother me when it comes to this particular subject mm-hmm. and that's the 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 idea of translating yourself into of transferring your conscious consciousness into a computer mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense to me and it never will mm. that's not your consciousness that is mm-hmm. a copy of your consciousness right, i'm not right. fighting the idea that uh ai is a being or a person yeah. i don't care that's for other people to discuss like sentient but I, you mean like right it, that's a you, whole other yeah, thing yeah yeah i'm saying that you cannot download your consciousness mm-hmm. because there is not a a substance or a or a like an electrical current or something that is mm-hmm. you Right. You can make an exact copy of of that. If you mm-hmm. could somehow translate your brain into ones and zeros, mm-hmm. you could transfer that into a computer and then it will think exactly the way you think and it will mm-hmm. be a perfect copy of you. You will right. not have any of the uh, experiences that that thing has. Right. And if you disappear, you are dead. That is yeah. not you continuing to yeah. live. That is a new being. Yeah, right? I think part. Yeah, I agree with you to a certain extent. Part of it is that I think that we can't think so far ahead as to where technology could go. Where mm-hmm. let's say that you can extrapolate, like from a body, you can take a consciousness, but the consciousness contains all the memories as well. Where right. it is, it is downloading literally your entire memories. brain. Okay. I sure. think that we're that's, that's so far down the road that yeah we can't do that. So in the context of what we see a lot of times, doesn't really make sense, and it's just like a representation of who that person is, to the extent yeah. as like it's it, it ends it begins well, and ends is, with w- yeah. that point when it was extrapolated, so it exists within this little bubble of like a thing that's a shadow of yourself, but not in any way completely who you are, because it can't really represent like you're saying like all your experiences and it can't progress forward. Even if, but to although maybe the AI would I would say that like it can because it can reason with what the you only, would the decide only thing to I, do. To me, a a being is composed of uh, the the thought process of existing and then the experiences that have helped to form that person, right? Yeah, yeah. If the person, the original copy cannot share in the experiences of the other other version of themselves, Uh then they are separate. Like, they are never to be united. They cannot be the same. You mean what you mean where that like what we're saying in the show is that like maybe the dad is the ghost in the machine somehow his yes he can't be recreated and be brought back to life which is what the mother means by your dad is not alive You're, right she's straight out she in the middle of the most powerful line in the show in the in the episode yeah. is when she turns in the middle of them fighting they are not on good terms yeah. things are bad between the daughter and the mother the mother's making some pretty classic tv show mistakes on hiding things <sighs> from her kid like <sighs> like like barter uh, uh, banking against like i'm gonna do this damage to the relationship between me and my daughter because yeah. explaining the truth would somehow cause more damage which to me doesn't make sense <laughs> right, but that's the right. gamble that she's making right that's a tv thing like you're saying yeah because we need that mm-hmm. we need it to it, continue you need the, 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But in that moment, she turns and says, look at me. Your father is not alive. That, I think, is the that's my argument in its essence. Right? But but it doesn't mean that his his uh, that doesn't essence, mean that that's not him. Yeah. Right. Right. right exactly. exactly. So that yeah. it's a way to, like, throw the audience a little bit if you're not paying attention or thinking like this, mm-hmm. a little fourth dimensionally outside the box kind of thinking, yeah. which is which is kind of if you can do that with a show like this. I mean, obviously, you're probably not watching a show like this if you can't do that, but. Uh, it's you know for what those did people. something kind of like this was the hmm. Good Place. I think you can oh. sneak stuff like that oh. into shows. This is definitely a more ponderous show, I think, yeah. than the Good Place with the shrimp flying through the air. Right. But uh, <laughs> but but similar ideas in taking this big philosoph- philosophical idea and injecting it into like yeah. how people are experiencing the immediate craziness around them. Yeah. Interesting. Even if they're using very basic like he- heaven and hell and mm-hmm. purgatorial type terminology for things you know so So, people understand but yeah still i know what you're saying yep the magic question do you do you will you continue i would like to continue this yeah i'm curious i'm afraid once it gets more in the weeds with the technology stuff and like trying to like we're fighting and battling things that are just way outside of any kind of like understanding that's the only thing so if they're if they're good i want to give them the shot to show me that they can break down for me and make me care about this crazy shit that's going to go down i think within this Mm -hmm. virtual world can you make me care about that okay then maybe yeah we'll see so now i'm willing to give it i don't think give it a couple more i don't know that they're really gonna get me i i i like the characters so far and i obviously um am pulling for them a a bullied little girl who's gonna root against her but uh but i think i might lose a little bit of that feeling and i i'm starting to remember a little bit from station 11 actually Mm. uh Mm -hmm. that a lot i lose a lot of the goodwill that you build for me showing this person in a difficult like real situation if very very quickly into the story reality is rewritten like right like there's there's still obviously the 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 like points of your personality that are going to translate to like how you act in the in the new apocalypse world but you're in essence a new person everybody is in essence like getting a Mm -hmm. restart you know right yeah so it will be interesting to uh watch how you would respond if this does go bad real fast but i do i'm afraid i might lose a little bit of the empathy that i gained watching them try to struggle through real world scenarios yeah yeah so we i think we share somewhat similar Different mm-hmm. little angles, because I'm thinking a little more like down the road, like because uh, I don't really mind that losing some okay. of that empathy. Sure. If they can it, convince me like the direction they're going, right, is like there's a trade. It's a trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I totally. I, I will keep watching. We'll get back. Okay. We'll come back. We'll talk about it again. Who knows? Yeah, uh, like it's one of those things. Yeah, if like just so happens we both end up watching all the way to the end, then it's like why not? talk about and that and more, so. why not give it a chance it's uh 42 yeah. minutes on youtube go check it out yeah i think it's eight i think this season's eight episodes yeah so but uh if you i know everybody has youtube uh less <laughs> and less people mm-hmm. uh not that many less but uh, mm-hmm. less or or have netflix nowadays which is right. a crazy well, thing to say that's a wild thing to say but when you have Still, millions hundreds of exactly. millions and you lose yeah. like you know a fraction Still, of a percentage point. Most people have yes. net. Yes. 
Exactly. Uh, and most people can go watch Studio Trigger, an honest-to-goodness Japanese anime studio who has mm-hmm. made some awesome stuff, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, studio Trigger has adapted... Uh, well, not adapted. Has written and produced an anime in the world of the video game called Cyberpunk... Uh, shoot. 2022. 2077? Ah, 2077. That was the original <laughs> game, right? Yes. Well, the original game... So it's I didn't realize this, but it's a uh, tabletop game. Oh, uh, wow. Cyberpunk. Do you know? Oh, what's the you know, Dungeons and Dragons, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Do you know their cyberpunk version? No. They, they also have one. And you, hmm. I'm sure you've heard the uh, the the name of it. But in a similar vein, there's a tabletop game where you and your friends uh, get together, you make up a character, you write all their stats out, and then you have dice that decide the different things that you try to do in this story that you all make up together while, like, uh-huh. improving basically. Yeah, right. But instead of a world full of dragons and, um, and, uh, Dwarves you know, wizards. Shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Punks. it's the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So, why not? Uh, this, this studio, this video game studio called, uh, uh, shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on a bunch of, uh, stuff. Uh, CD Project Red. Uh, CG, CD Project, uh, Project SA. It's a Polish video game, uh, company that, uh-huh. uh, they're nobodies, right? They didn't, they didn't really, uh, they didn't really, uh, they were a small studio. And then they made a game that hit so hard that everybody, they, they put them on the map along next to like companies that were like a hundred times, like next to like uh, Rockstar and stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made The Witcher series. Okay. Uh, the Witcher yep. is also based on a series of books. They made the games. The third game was so explosively popular. The series, they, gave, they got a Netflix series. It's they're very very popular games. CD Projekt Red came back and said we're gonna make a, a game set in cyberpunk. It's gonna be just as awesome. It's gonna be just as crazy. And then disaster happened because what happens is if you try to make a game the size of say Grand Theft Auto uh-huh. with a team one tenth the size of Rockstar's, right? Uh, the date sh- arrives when your game is supposed to ship to stores, and it is not finished it is not even remotely finished right but video games can do a thing that cars cannot do that other items the televisions cannot do they can ship them incomplete and then complete them when the when the people already have them in their homes so people right. bought an incomplete game and started to play it and it was a disaster it was awful people that, were really really upset is very that, upset is that the game that you bought like I you, bought are you game, one yeah. of those people? Yeah. Okay. I bought it well after it came out. I waited for patches. I waited for them to fix it. I yeah. hoped that the company didn't go under and then there would be no fixes. Right. Uh, because yeah. they were a small company. They weren't working on anything else. They were banking on the success of uh, The Witcher to hold them afloat while yeah. they desperately tried to fix. But when you ship a product, a game that's crap and all broken and a million billion people play it at the same time, you know what you get quality control you get free quality control so that's what they got they got a million people complaining about a million (laughs) bugs and they went sweet now we know what all the bugs are yeah and then they went they fixed (laughs) them over the last year and a half or so have been fixing them and the game is finally good Mm. the the show comes out dan the game went up 300 percent 
Oh, uh, play I was gonna, active players because I, of the show. Yeah, I read that too. There's this Forbes article that uh, was yeah, talking about Forbes that. Forbes so wrote about like, it. Wow. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's uh, that's like most things though. I guess where like Makes people, sense. yeah, people go back to the root thing and and have like a renewed interest or like mm-hmm. new people that didn't even know about it especially people who jumped off of it when it was broken and are finding it much right. more complete now right there's a probably a, a strong chunk of people that just threw that thing away like it was a piece of trash mm-hmm. and never there's came also back there's also a handful of people who didn't a handful like i would hope more than a handful of people who did not have accesses or access to uh, Xbox Series X's and PlayStation 5's that now do have them and can run the game on a stronger machine. So we'll run into less bugs, less errors right. than they found on their last on last generations. Right. Yeah. No, so cool. finally we arrive at the show. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dan, what'd you think of the show? Uh, it was alright. It was okay. Like for sure. Okay. Um, and just a comparison sake, uh, Pantheon was more my style just in terms mm-hmm. of like the the philosophy mixed with like kind of just like uh i don't know the artful the kind of slow down like artful more just like straight up cinematic stuff but i was and it was like a it was like a shocking switch of gears to go to the beginning of cyberpunk which is one of the mo- craziest action scenes mm-hmm. i've ever seen like just with these this guy just mowing down cops seems indestructible and he's just killing police and Splitting their bodies in half, so that was a uh, that was yeah. interesting, like to throw you into the midst of like what this show was gonna be, you know. And you and you know we should we should probably say that up front that if you yeah. have not watched Cyberpunk Edge Runners and it's pretty anime, anime is is a is a is a medium, not a genre, so it it stretches across everything. There's plenty of anime. Pokemon is an anime, right? Yeah. There's different uh, types of anime within anime. But there is yeah. a there is a strong uh section of anime that is very very specifically violent. Uh, yeah. you knew that, right? You've yeah. seen Akira, you've seen some other yep. things that are pretty violent. So And there's a name for you, that? No, or I, like I'm a, sure there is, but I don't oh, know okay. what it is. Oh, okay, uh, okay. But uh but this definitely starts you off in that in that place. You should know that going in if you haven't seen it. It starts off super super violent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a good and, start because it kind of lets you know like what this show is going to be but also like where that world where the world exists within the show like in terms of there not being a ton of like order um and it's pretty chaotic and and uh like you're trying to figure out like it's i think these kind of shows are interesting where you present the future it's like oh i was i was gonna compare it to judge dread where it's like there is technology it's in the future They've come to a point where they've developed a lot of things, but the world itself is very Blade Runner in that there's mm-hmm. like it's just a lot of like poverty or just a lot of like you well, know, yeah, dirty that is dirtiness. The cyberpunk aesthetic. So where whereas steampunk as an aesthetic yeah. is really just a technological idea applied to like uh what kind like of Western? London is that? Oh, no, Victorian? specific uh, Victorian London. Right. Yeah, right. So it's specifically applying a type of technology to Victorian London. Cyberpunk yeah. is a dystopia because it's in the it's in the future. Right. It's not in the past. Right. So you have to apply uh you there is no pre uh imagined uh, social hierarchy the way there is in Victorian London. You have to mm-hmm. make it up. And right. since Cyberpunk is a dystopia, uh the one that they've made up is the world is bad. Yeah, and yeah. the reason the world is bad is because of poverty, uh, inequality, basically financial yeah. inequality. Yeah. Uh, but 
uh, the re- the replacement for financial equality because they always try to trick you into get taking something else instead uh-huh. of food <laughs> and health is right. uh, robot parts. Basically, the ability to be awesome robotically. Right. Yeah. Like, and that's is, the world we're in. What do you call that when you human like android? No. What is there? That's a cyborg. Word? Those cyborg, are cyborgs. Cyborg. Yeah. That's a cybernetic. Like organism. the like the MMA fighter. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a uh, couple of cyborgs around there. Yeah. The uh, the game itself now the game I want to say the 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 show has a very basic story. It's it's a uh, gutter punk turns like gutter punk gets a gets a power that he doesn't uh, fully understand and mm-hmm. uh, is jumping in headfirst without any he's lost he's got nothing to lose so he might as well go all the way even if people are telling him to be careful right. Right, and I guess there's a group. I, I'm just reading this from IMDb. There's Edge called Edge Runners. That's a mercenary mm-hmm. outlaw, also known as a cyberpunk. So, can, so he's working seen towards how many episodes? Now. Only one. Oh, okay. Yep. But it ended on a good cliffhanger where he's about to get. Uh, what does he say? I want to get chromed up. It's about time oh, I get chromed okay. up. So yeah. I haven't even. I'm episode. I'm two episodes in, and I haven't even gotten the full like, the full story. Okay. But you're right. He's going to gr- end up with a group called the Edge Runners. And where I dropped off, mm-hmm. it looks like they're going to kill him. So, oh, like, wow. oh. yeah. So I'm not even fully into the swing of the show yet. Right. Like, because okay. I'm assuming it's going to be you've just seen the girl that he is interested in or we'll eventually be interested in. In the uh-huh. next episode, he f- spends the entire, almost the whole episode with her. Okay. Uh, but then she maybe stabs in the back. But then, yeah. as as I'm reading, it seems like he becomes part of that group, so maybe they end up on pretty good terms. Right. But this is the more specific thing for the TV shows, all this edge runner business, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. not in the video game. Uh, I'm the ru- I think edge runner is just like a term. It's just like, like a term exist, for, but- like, people, like, hackers and people oh, who okay. live on, who, people who live a wild life of technology, basically. Right. Okay. Uh, but the game itself, I think, has a better story that's mm. ruined by the most... By the thing that they advertise the most. Dan, hmm. Keanu Reeves is a major part right. of the game. Right. He That's is the only thing I know about it. That's the only yeah. thing I, I've known about the hit, like that game and his connection because of it. I put it on the map of in terms of pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. He mm-hmm. So he plays uh, a, a, a character who's basically an, an anarchist, Johnny Silverhand. The <laughs> names are hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's basically a hacker anarchist who's running around doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, he goes up against one of the like four major corporations and loses. Uh, mm. But he's a he's a he's a hero and and everybody loves him uh, mm-hmm. among the among edge runners among people who do the crimes basically mercenaries. Right. Your main okay. character is a mercenary who accidentally he takes the wrong job that was way over his head. He slots a a, a chip into his own head in an attempt to hide it or to mm-hmm. keep it safe because mm-hmm. that was the job. He had to deliver this chip. Turns out yeah. the chip is actually Johnny Silverhand's mind downloaded into a computer a la Pantheon. Wow. Yep. We do have That's some similar funny. connectivity sure. here. Sure. Um, yep. And uh, so the corporation had captured him and experimented on him. And this is what they had come up with. They had downloaded him onto a chip. But now that uh-huh. your character has installed him, uh, you see him all the time. He's like appears to you and talks to you and Keanu's at you. Uh, and then right. you s- slowly but surely, he is taking over your mind. Keanu- oh, Eventually, wow. you will be erased and Keanu Reeves will be reborn. 
in oh, your wow. body. Oh, and that is the game. That's the so huh. you're in a race. He doesn't want to do that. He's not doing it on purpose. He's not yeah. like trying. It's yeah. just what that's how his program was written. Right. So it's the two of you trying to figure out how to stop it, how to get him a body, and how to beat the corporations. Wow. Interesting. Which is a cool story. Yeah. Yeah, that's very Maybe interesting. a little bit a little bit more nuanced than this, but I bet you they couldn't get Keanu. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I mean, I was looking through the credits trying to see if maybe if he has like a cameo or something, but does it even take place, do we know, if like during the exact time of night of twenty seventy seven or whatever? Mm, it seems like it. it it's close. Just it seems like the stuff that you do with Keanu doesn't really take a big, like, doesn't affect the world until towards the end, really. Oh, okay. So it, so it would not be surprising that this person doesn't know about what's happening in the game. Right. But at the same time can exist like per, uh, yeah, definitely. Parallel, like a parallel situation. There's yeah. some really good repeating visuals in this first in the first episode, especially that that neon, that 3D uh, hologram fish. Oh, right. When he's walking through the city. Times, yeah. And he's uh-huh. in a different like mode every time he passes by it. Mm. So like the first two times they've got that 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 bouncy rap song that they've got. <laughs> yeah. It's I hated it until I loved it, Dan. I hate, yeah. They played it like three times throughout the show. And I think was it I a rap it song? I guess yeah, it is a rap, but it's pretty laid back rap. Right? Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's almost like a, a guy just talking. It's like a uh, Will Smith style type. Sure, sure. Yeah, Maybe yeah. less haha, but right. But, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely still. like a, a, a dejected from a dejected place. A very negative song. But yeah, the third yeah. time that he passes by the fish, it's after his mother's passed. Spoilers. Um, yeah. And that music is not playing. Mm. And he stops and he just kind of like he looks at it without looking at it. And it's a really cool uh-huh. scene. And it made me think Studio Trigger is very famous for its kinetic, explosive, wild, crazy, nonsensical art stuff that yeah. never stops moving. If it gets too violent, they just up the neon and that kind of mm. like Negates fades the blood like back. Yeah, right. It's right. an interesting. So huh. that's what they're look is famous for yeah to see them do introspection is i've seen a lot of studio trigger stuff it's wild the idea that they would mm-hmm. stop and have a somber moment is yeah. bonkers yeah. so oh, okay so you cool. respect that for th- i like the somber moments in this episode yeah for sure dude and that hits hard which uh because like obviously i mean is this is do we know if this is japan or not like technically like are we in japan oh uh like no i think that's okay but i think okay if I had, if I, I'm not going to remember this, but I'm going to guess. This yeah. is San Francisco, I think. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, because I was just but curious. As in a lot, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, just because of the healthcare thing, because obviously, like, a place like Japan is like universal healthcare. So I'm, cu- I'm curious if it, like, went, if it, in the future, the hypothetical future, there wasn't any more. But if it's not even in, in Japan, then that doesn't matter because it wouldn't be. I also think that we're anyway. so far ahead into the future that, that, th- that that's matter, regardless. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I think the only things that own anything, like countries don't matter. I think it's just those corporations. Yeah. which They're that, the only things that. Yeah. And that makes sense, too, because they've pushed healthcare policies to the point where they wouldn't let the main character. What's his name? It's just like a simple name. So simple. Okay. David. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Real quick. Uh, Night yeah. City. I can't believe I didn't remember that. The name of the place oh, yeah. is called Night City. Yeah. Uh, and it takes place in the free state of North California. So. <laughs> Okay, San Francisco. So it's like a weird... Oakland, San Francisco, yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. There's a big, right. big, big, big bridge in the game. I'll tell you that much. 
so that makes perfect sense then because yeah like anywhere in america we already have to pay for our health care but in the future it's going to be even more specific where you can't go in and see your dying relative unless no. you have that on your policy the silver plan that you're allowed like that yeah did you hear him say that like he's like oh you no, can't no, no, go no. i'm just thinking mom. no in the, it reminded the me of um yeah oh no i heard, heard him say that about the about yeah yeah yeah, yeah that about I heard. His mom. it yeah. reminded me of uh not to get like real life but uh-huh. just for a second yeah uh back when they were trying to like can't back when the game show president was trying to uh mm-hmm. cancel the uh, affordable care act mm-hmm. and he his and his way of like selling it to people was like instead we'll make a silver plan like <laughs> or i'm sorry a platinum a platinum plan uh-huh. and like the whole concept of like that's so like 80s and 90s cheesy to like sell you on like a precious metal sounding right. like option. Yeah. And it feels like in this reality of cyberpunk, that is yeah. how the corpos uh, treat the like lesser dance. Right. Like here's a list yeah. of like awesome sounding plans that are actually trash. Right. Yeah. So you feel like you're getting something even though yeah. it's barely but anything. He it's, I would imagine he had the lowest of the low, which basically yeah. got him, his mom went into a hospital when she was in an accident in a heartbreaking scene where he couldn't get unbuckled from his seatbelt oh. to reach his mom. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, but also that they they didn't get the assistance because they didn't have they weren't on the yes. policy too. They didn't have the That's, proper healthcare policy to get medical assistance on the on site. It was like very what the early fuck? This is crazy. very early in the game, you're mm. tasked with going to find uh, a girl has been kidnapped and you have to go find her. Uh, yeah. And when you find her, she's in a bathtub full of ice. Not good. Uh, uh, and they have installed like like all this hardware onto her, like experimental hardware. Mm. And so you mm. drag her out into like a, onto a balcony, onto like a like a, a part like a 100th floor apartment balcony. Yeah. And those hover like uh, ambulances show up, but when they jump out to get the girl. She has the plan that gets those guys to instantly come after her. She's oh. that she's wealthy, so she could afford yeah. also to hire two of you to go get her. Right. Uh, but you're a you're a broke fool. So when the ambulance guys arrive, they pull guns on you and tell you to get away. Right. While they take care of her. Oh, so sh- it is. It's very reminiscent of this, where like yeah. they, right away you go, oh, even the ambulance doesn't give a shit about you if you're yeah. not rich. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's a crazy mm-hmm. prospect. So, yeah, all that kind of world building stuff is. It's good. It's interesting. The, yeah, I like that. When you've been based on. OK, so not only is it based on a tabletop game, which I promise you, whoever wrote that game spent a lot of time by writing yeah. the details of that world. But yeah. then you have countless hours of human beings applying their imaginations to telling stories in that world. Of course, that right. world is rich. Of course, there's a ton of details to that world. Yeah. We've collectively invented it. Right. No, so it doesn't surprise me. I think the story is a little light for how deep this world can get. Um, you mean the story of the uh, from the, the game? show? The show or from what they're, they're going to present. Yeah, it seems like it's very just like going to be let's get off on watching, you know, cybernetic people like, you know, like the cybernetic underdog shit. get his revenge on the world that treated him bad. Yeah. And I think based on the starting point of like, OK, he has like no, no. Um, what do you call it? Like um, anything machine related yet. Right. Like we're seeing him at square one. 
as Does just like a punk, but he's not cyber. He's a punk, but he's not like. No, he has the visor. He, really has. he just puts that visor on. Yeah, and whatever's in the school, has. like the school stuff was cool. That was interesting with the t-shirt that's like a virtual, but then all the kids have a little device on their head, and that's how oh, they Oh, but text he is cyber, him. though. He is cyber because, A, he has the slots in the neck, and I think everybody has oh, those. Oh, okay, B, yeah, that might be. when he fights the bully, did you see that? That might be episode two. Oh, uh, he gets, ki- yeah, he gets beat up by the bully okay. at the end of episode the one. The bully... Yeah. Calls out what already. software he has. Oh, okay. Like the bully calls out, oh, your software is trash. That's yeah. why I kicked your ass. Right. And even references that he had the Kung Fu chipware upgrade or whatever. Yes. The fuck. So, yeah. so everybody, I think everybody is has cyber. something. They have something, yeah. but he just doesn't have the, the He's um, just poor. Like, yeah. And what he looks like he wants is the thing that we see the guy in the fight at the beginning has. Which is the which thing that goes gets, on your spine. That's the thing that he's saying, cord. like, put this on me. Yeah. Which yeah. is called cyberware, which, oh, like, okay. is, like, made up, obviously. And we've seen it in a yeah. million different uh, deus ex for anybody who played computer games in the mid-90s. Uh-huh. Uh, is one of the, is a very cool story that I hope one day reaches it to the television. But, mm. yeah, the idea that you could install an electronic thing that makes the rest of your body more awesome. Yeah, oh, uh, right. Upgrade. Wasn't that the name of that movie that came oh, out a few years ago? Yeah. That was a dope movie. Yeah. Yeah, that is like, yeah. Cause Very you know, similar. Sudden, yeah, and you can connect with computers remotely and stuff mm-hmm. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and in, something like that, the beauty of cyberpunk as a, as a future is, uh, what did they say? What's the saying about any technology uh, far enough advanced is uh, indistinguishable from magic. So, right. Basically, what you have, 2077, cyberware is everywhere, and there's no limit to how what cyberware you can develop. Uh, mm-hmm. So, magic powers are, like, on the table. Whatever you want, just invent mm-hmm. a device that you can say someone could have installed, and you could add that magic power to the world of cyberpunk. Right. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, and so I think week to week, it's going to be, like, once he gets these upgrades, and then it'll be, like, kind of like uh, maybe a... Like a case a week kind of a thing, you know, mm-hmm. like a like the, a job. I should say a job, job a week for these uh, mercenaries, you know. But you and know then, what? You know what I, happens? Yeah. You know what happens when when the small guy gets a taste of the power, though. Right. Right. Mm, it's no, dangerous. It's yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. And so that 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 arc, that character arc, uh, could be interesting, I think, to see. Um, but this show overall is not really. You think you're gonna drop my it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I, I would do be it. curious if there is a studio trigger property that would appeal to you because they do mm. go all over the map. They're like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, what's that guy? Who's the guy who did Ichi the Killer and Audition? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, give me a second. Yeah, I forget his name. Takeshi Miike. Takeshi Miike, yeah. Or Robert Rodriguez is another one, Mexican American director who made Desperado and Machete and all that. Also did Spy Kids. I think Mike won awards for Zebra Man, a children's superhero show. Oh, wow. Like, I don't know if it was Zebra Man, but he did win awards for children's superhero show. And so it's funny to see, like, Studio Trigger does a lot of wild violence. They also have a show called Little Witch Academia. That is one of the sweetest, most like positive thinking. The little weirdos are actually the best types of like children's anime. Mm-hmm. Just about like little witches that go to mm. a school. 
Mm. And they all there's okay. the bully witches and there's and it's one of those good shows where like even the bully witches by the end of it. No, they're actually fully uh-huh. full people and we're all friends by the end. Yeah. Like even if they're not always friendly, they are friends. Right. They are right. like still it's one of those. It's just sweet. It's mm. like a very nice show. At yeah. the same time, they've got another show that's called like uh, Sex and Violence, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that well that blends in too because I, we didn't mention but there's like a lot of VR porn things going on in oh, this yeah. cyberpunk the world. The brain dances they're called in the game. Oh, is which that what is they're called? Kind of a cool name, yeah. I thought oh, I was going to ask you too. Is there a term called brain something else brain? Well, there's uh, that one movie. You know what movie I'm talking about, right? The one where they think the world's going to end? Strange Days. Oh, that was okay. about brain dances, remember? Yeah, but there's a different term that I thought uh that they reference oh, yeah. it's like B B something. It's like they reference the BDs? letters, but I don't think it's brain dance. Is there a different word? A different r- word associated with cyberpunk world uh, stuff? I'm that's sure like there are. like there's, a drug. Tons I of... thought these people were on some kind of drug that's called like brain. Uh, uh maybe there's a lot of it was in the there's Forbes, a lot of I thought it was in the tech Forbes. words flying around. Oh, okay. Uh, I know that the that the the thing that he that he's wearing that he experiences the death at the end. Oh, it's the beginning of the show. Yeah. So the yeah. isn't that how it starts, right? He yeah. experiences the death of that crazy guy that killed all the cops. Well, that's why I was trying to understand what that because for a second I was like, do we just watch a whole virtual reality situation and we learn no, it's no. like a real event. Yeah. But he was involved in some way, right? Watching that? Well, yeah. So yeah. Strange Days, the movie, is about how you wear this thing on your head and then you go do a thing and then it records exactly how it feels and then mm-hmm. you sell those tapes to other people who then put them in their brain thing put the brain thing on and then physically experience what's going on like mm. you can like relive the experience same idea yeah oh no brain da- i think you're right i think it is brain and dance. so so every time you see like especially the doctor when he had that machine that was literally jerking him off right uh and he was wearing the the thing he was like experiencing that girl having sex with him but it seems mm-hmm. like only visually because he needed the machine to like jerk him off whereas right. the other dude uh, wore the the brain dance and experienced getting killed. I don't know if like the shut off of the brain like has a has like a a physical response. Uh huh. But it seemed to it seemed to say that you do physically feel the things in the brain dance, didn't it? Didn't you kind of thought, get that impression? Yeah, like it seemed like the most real kind of virtual type thing that you could. So why would the doc need the the machine to help him out downstairs? That's well, what I'm saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, because if it's like a wearable tech thing, then it's like, because he's just wearing it on his head, I guess, for the visual part. But you're saying like the stimulus part should be able guess, to go through yeah, the wearable. I don't into- think it's, yeah, I don't think it's just visual because the, the dude, the kid, and again, I'm saying he did the, he's watching one where somebody dies at the end. And even in strange days, there's like a, there's, it's like, a, it's like bad to have recorded a death because oh, okay. it's like, uh, immoral and it does affect the, the wearer, like physically, like it gives you a uh-huh. headache. Uh huh. Oh, so, wow. like, it's not, but I was like, I, it seems like you're supposed to physically feel everything. Like, yeah. what's the difference then between putting on a VR headset and putting that thing on if it's just visual? No, no, I'm saying, though, that the visual part uh, is one aspect of it. But you're saying that, OK, you have the visual part that you watch like a thing. All. Yeah. But then maybe it connects to something else that's implanted in your body. 
Right. That makes you feel the sensation. Or yeah, it just be. tells your brain entirely like, no, no, you're feeling all these sensations. You know, like your yeah. brain can be tricked into thinking it's feeling stuff. Right. Like uh, ghost limbs and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I, know. I picked a tiny though. little thing to, yeah, to, to <laughs> pick at, but I liked it. I thought it was cool. I think it's kinetic. I think the music's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not a fan of using this fire uh, as the... Uh, this is a thing that I think happens when things get translated from another country. The yeah. the, the Franz Ferdinand song, uh, This Fire, is oh. not as famous in Japan as it was here. Right. So the as song a theme that closes song, the episode, right? No, it's the theme song. So oh. this happens almost every anime. Yeah. The very first episode does not have a theme song. The closing theme song is the opening credits. For the going That's forward. how almost every anime starts. Yeah. For the future of the show. Right. That's the opening. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because I knew a that. A neat little thing. I wish American shows did that. It's cool. It's like... Yeah, yeah. but... Yeah, Imagine but, if the first episode of Game of Thrones ends with the theme song to Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. It goes into yeah. that. That would be cool, man. Yeah. That would be cool. Um, but what... Um, so you're saying, though, that what, no, what's not it. translating? What's not translating? I, I think it's too famous to be a... Like, I don't oh, associate oh. that song with this show. It already no. has associations. It had a weird... Yeah, right. And it had a... Yeah. It didn't even fit, I think, thematically. Yeah. Like, it didn't really feel like... But I can't, I can't even tell if that's me being pre, like... No. Uh, like, no. like, I already There's have feelings sh- about this show, a song. Right. But there could be a song that's perfect, that's very well known, I think, that could have I mean, replaced that. Oh really? There you got an song. idea? Well, I'd, you I'd have with? to think. I'd have to think oh, about it. But something I that see. just I like you had specific, like Rob Zombie or something. I don't know. I think, and they did use a lot of like metal throughout uh-huh. the uh, throughout the show, or like punk metal almost. Yeah. But um, but I think there's a place for more. Um, what's the stuff you like? Uh, synth. There's like yeah. more synth wave. There's space for more synth wave in here, and right. I would have liked maybe like a a high uh, a fast synth. Uh, song mm. for the intro. Yeah, maybe like a Cliff Martinez type uh, something, you know, something okay. like uh, like the ending. Or do you uh, from Only God Forgives? There's a song called yes. Let's Fight. Do you remember that song? Uh, I don't. Cool, I like, know the music from Only God Forgives. Oh yeah, yeah, I know the song. It's just repeating, like yeah. Isn't there something kind of like that in another cyberpunk thing? What's it called? What's the one you said? Blade, uh, Blade Runner, Runner, but the new one. 2049? Yeah. yeah. There's also some music that would have fit pretty nicely. Although yeah, that's much sure. subdued palette, I think, in that movie. Then this is way, way more kinetic. Right. Yeah. But there's a way. Yeah, you're right. Because then you could bring the tech in with the synthy stuff. You could make it fast paced. But then with synthy stuff, you can have like an Apexy twin thing yes. where you go hard and soft. You can go hard and soft. Which makes more sense. Yeah. Which would make sense. Because yeah. he is a hard scrabble guy, his life is bad. Right. He wouldn't get synth. Synth is for cool. Synth is for yeah. like things are going well. Synth yeah. is for money and wealth. Yeah. So he might have to get like a more harsh synth, like a like a junky, you know. Right. Yeah. But yeah, Apex Twin, something like Apex Twin. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we've rewritten this show. We could do it better. Yeah. Uh, Netflix, <laughs> uh, Studio Trigger, hit us up. Yeah, the us uh, up, voice acting at least is good. Uh, yeah, the voice acting is is not bad. Any, I don't have any problem. It's just because it's in Japanese, so it's like different. It's like a little different thing because like Pantheon, we can we got some Americans, so we can be. Oh, like, I did oh, the. Yeah. Uh, 
I did the, uh, this is going to piss, I, I haven't pissed off enough anime fans uh, yet, so let me just go Uh-oh. ahead and uh, do I that. I did the uh, dub. I oh. watched the dub of it. Wow. Um, Something I told think- me, like, I could go look for that, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no. It's harder to take notes, though, too. That's oh, my yeah. missing. Mine came automatically. Mine started, oh. like, automatically. Oh, mine went But oh. uh, the dub. Uh, That's an it, algorithm thing, maybe. Oh, maybe. Like, it knows uh, it's I watch got a, a little, little bit more of foreign stuff. I, it doesn't have a lot of names that I recognize. Yeah. Matthew Mercer from from uh, uh, a lot of anime, but also from that that Dungeons and Dragons show. He's the he's the oh. he's the guy who runs oh, okay. that game. Yeah. Uh, but uh, sliding in there is a little Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, oh, I did. S- pretty cool. Wait. Oh, so he's on the American. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, I don't believe he speaks Japanese, but I could be wrong. Right. <laughs> Oh, he's a worldly man, Giancarlo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. But uh, yeah, I'll probably keep watching this just because I've watched most of Studio Trigger stuff, even if it's bad, even if it's weird. It's always worthwhile. I think it's worth like at least a few episodes. Like 10. If they stay at like 23 minute episodes or whatever it is, 25 minute, and there's only 10, then that's not really a... Too much yeah. of a commitment to, you know. Exactly. So. Exactly. It's, it's something easy yeah. to put away. Might even be a second screen experience for me. But uh right. tell you what, made me want to go play Cyberpunk the game again. I put about ten hours into it um nice. you know, earlier this year and uh I fell off. I was like, Okay, that was good. I enjoyed that. Uh, it is yeah. buggy. It is very buggy on an old Xbox, but right. Yeah, my, but the might PC version that. is better, you think? More clean. Yeah, it depends on your PC. But if it's like a pretty good, let's say, like you have sure. a pretty good computer or whatever, it's, it's not going to be buggy. I mean, the the PC version should be less buggy, you think, than the, the Xbox version? Always less, never not. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Still gonna but always less, sure. The hard, okay. the better your gear, the, the, the closer you're going to get to fidelity. Right. Nice. But on that note, uh, Dan, we're almost done with the month already? Yeah, we got to do some right? upcomings for the next Is that month. Already? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Cheapers. All right. right. Well, I guess we'll see you next week with what you have to need to watch in October. Till then, adios. Bye. Now, two, watch.